Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. The program Smith has grown beyond your control. Soon he will spread through the city as he spread through the Matrix. You cannot stop him. That's true, then I've made a mistake and you should kill me now. What do you want? Peace. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we reviewed the very disappointing conclusion to the Matrix trilogy that could have explored some really deep themes about balance, control, and the concept of reality, but instead went for flashy effects and shallow dialogue. It stars Ted, that lady from Memento, and the homeless guy who coached that kid at chess. It's 2003's The Matrix Revolutions. But first, he's the French dickhead who overplays his hand and now has nothing to show for his arrogance. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Uh, I'm ready to roll over. <laughs> good, good. Let Germany in? Sure. Or Makes sense. Agent Smith? Yeah. I uh, hope I've, he touches me. That, that's what I figure is if you've got like a Agent Smith body pillow that you cuddle up to every night. Hey, it's cooler looking than the uh, Jeff Goldblum body pillow that you uh, pump every night. Nope. Not possible. Nope. Not possible. What news you got for us this week? All right. Well, so you're really, you're really cramping my style with this whole uh, accelerated, uh, accelerated plan. I was, I was way, way used to this every other week sort of release well Um, you know what you know who's cramping my style to accelerate this even further me because i made you do it in three days yeah yeah that would be you yeah 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 so we recorded on sunday um today is wednesday um so there's not a whole lot of news that has happened in the last like three days but i do have some nuggets of gold it's not superhero news is it absolutely not I don't believe you. Go ahead. Oh, prepare to be amazed. All right, first one. Um, I've got an update for you on the on the lunar rover that is going to go look at the alien house. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. It's still heading that direction. <laughs> and will be for the next two months. Yes, yes. Uh, but I, in case you were wondering, I just wanted to let you know that it's still heading in that direction. Good to know. What else yep, you yep. got? Well, what else I've got is on... Let me look at the date here. Um, ooh, on December 13th, uh, which was two days ago for us, uh, they released, they being the uh, uh, people that um, control the movie trailers, um, a fir- the first five minutes of Mr. Roland Emmerich's new sci-fi film was released. Uh, which is Moonfall. Is that the, yeah, I was about to say, That's is Moonfall. that Moonfall? Yep, yep. I so didn't realize this the, was a Roland Emmerich movie. Either. Oh, yeah, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, the first five minutes were released. It's on YouTube's, uh, and uh, it looks uh, pretty good. I am mm. excited for the week of February 4th. Okay, if you're excited uh, about it, I'm not. Uh, no, no, I am excited for the week of February 4th, 2022, uh, because we get to watch this show. Um, and uh, James is on the hook to watch it with us. That's true. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it's semi-good, but I'm hoping there's enough crap in there that we're able to give him some shit about thinking that this is so cool and he is totally in for the whole thing. Yes. But yeah. come on, it's Roland Emmerich. It looks pretty good. It looks pretty yeah, interesting. Roland Emmerich. I... Hey, and it's got uh it's got Halle Berry in it. All right. She's yeah, still looking good. So again, good. you're not you're oh, not really selling looking, this movie. She is looking pretty, pretty good. Okay, but she's not just the most phenomenal actress. Well, you're not the most phenomenal actress. That's true, so. but I don't do it as a profession either. Well, that thank God. Thank God. I just want to. I'm just excited for the fact that they are exploring um, the 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 creamy center of the moon. Um, you know, because apparently the moon is hollow but full of aliens. So, wait. All right. So we have a lot of things coming up. Not only does this movie come out on February fourth. And we get to watch a documentary about the aliens. We will also get to confirm that there's an alien house on the far side of the moon. You know, I wonder yeah, if that's a run up. So once they discover mm-hmm. the alien house on the moon, they're going to find that it's actually just a door or a hatch to get into the center to, of the moon to where yes. the aliens are. That's going to wake up the aliens. The aliens are going to burst out of the moon. The moon's going to fall out of orbit, hit the earth. The aliens are going to, it's all connected. It's all connected. It's it's the next MCU. God. Yeah, yeah. You're such um, a dork. What else you got? All right. So the last thing that I got is um, uh, probably nothing because I could I could promote uh, our uh, our brainstorm that uh, is happening on Sunday, but this comes out after we've done it. So I'll right. just promote the fact that hey, we had a brainstorm. It was our annual holiday. Um, thing that you and I and James do. Um, it it was or is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, maybe not sure. You'll have to go see for yourself. Oh yeah, uh, it was it was a ton of fun and or it sucked balls. Yes, yes, and uh, it was great. We had the most viewers we have ever had before, or we didn't um, have any at all. It's kind of like it's kind of like Schrodinger's viewer count. I I was excited for you opening your present. Yeah, well, yeah. What'd you um, give me? Uh, you will find out uh, in a couple days or never. Well, I, I was really excited about opening that thing that you got me. Uh huh. Yeah. Good. Were, were you excited whenever I opened? I was. It was. It was exciting and excitement all around. Um, I am. Well, actually, what was the best thing that you liked about what when I opened it? The look on your face. Really, and and why did I get that look? What was it about well, this thing that gave me that look? What well, look was were, it? 
Well, you remember you remember that look of excitement that you got last year when you opened up your present and saw Jeff Goldblum? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a lot like that, but not at all. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I mean, it's your present. You should have remembered what you opened uh, two days from now. I hate you so much. Yep, I brought time travel in. That's all I got. I want a fun crawl. Oh wait, no. Hey, we should uh, we should uh, hear a word from somebody. I don't I don't know who. Yeah, we should hear uh, a word from somebody through CBSC. Yeah, let's see what they uh, have to say. Who are those days? I. Uh, it would be you know this person, yeah. the, these people right here. Perfect. Psst. Excuse us. We've been trying to reach you about your life's traumatic experiences. No, no. Don't hit fast forward. We come in peace. I'm Jamie. And I'm Steph. And we're the hosts of the Stay Wild Trauma Child podcast. We are two best friends who are openly sharing their healing journeys while navigating sudden loss, parenthood, relationships, mental health, and so much more. So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and join us every other Tuesday night for some hard truths, a whole lot of laughs, and maybe even a little bit of healing. We will shut up now and let you get back to your show. Stay wild, future trauma child. Ha 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 ha. That was funny and or not funny at all. All right. You ready for a pod crawl? I am. All right. Let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Neo is a guy waiting for a train when a little girl and her family come to keep him company while they wait to head into the Matrix. It seems this train station is purgatory, which is where you end up when you disassociate your body from your mind, or you knock up your program wife and want to hide your daughter from deletion. Morpheus and Trinity go to an SNM bar to talk with Frenchie to get Neo back. Trinity proposes a deal he can't refuse, and just as Neo was about to figure it out anyway, the train arrives to take him back to the Matrix. He sees the Oracle for answers, but she gives him a big pile of bullshit instead. Back at Zion they are preparing for the invasion, and someplace in the service tunnels, Morpheus, Niobe, and that other captain are coming up with a plan to get back to Zion at just the right time to save the day. Neo wants to take Trinity on a vacation, so they are heading to the Machine City. The robots finish drilling down into the creamy center of Zion and wreck shit. Niobe pilots the last Zion ship through impossible odds to arrive just in the nick of time, Trinity crashes hers and Neo's ship into a building because Neo is blind and Roll Neo saves the day by needlessly fighting Agent Smith and exploding him from the inside, again, credits. What? Oh, you think this pod crawl is too short? Well, for all the story we got in this movie, that's about how long this movie should have been. So suck it. All right, so. Wow, she's a little salty. A little bit. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Well, if you had to watch this movie, you would be salty too. Yeah, I mean, it was almost it was almost as salty as she was when we forced her to uh, do the Catwoman pod crawl. Yeah, well, man, both movies sucked. So, well, okay, so I'm not gonna say the movie sucked. I am. I will. I will say that the movie is the weakest of all three. Definitely. Um, it had some moments. It started uh, off fairly strong. The, yes. the first 15 or so minutes of the movie, I think, were pretty decent. But then it just went into this whole uh, 
we're we're just going to prepare Zion to get invaded bullshit. Yeah. The, the whole Agent Smith in Bane's body and then in the Matrix itself. I, I, I didn't like that fucking B storyline anyway throughout the yeah. entire fucking movie. Yeah, I didn't. I and didn't, yeah. and the fact that this movie concluded on that fucking storyline is like a kick to the nuts because it was a shit fucking story to begin with. I really wanted to see more interaction between, you know, Neo and his newly found powers in the Matrix because apparently he's now on an even different level than where he was before because now he's wireless. Right. Wire. Well, not only wireless, but... Blind and wireless, right? Well, but he was wireless before he was blind. He was able to actually disassociate himself into the Matrix without actually having to jack in. Now, that kind of fucked him up because what the Oracle said was he wasn't ready for that. I'm not sure what ready has to do with I mean, he did it. Therefore, ready. Apparently, he was at some readiness stage to be able to do it. But, yeah. So, I just, I don't don't know. I did. They, they started to touch on some fairly deep and complex themes. And I think if they had explored those themes a little bit more in this story, even throughout the fucking entirety of the trilogy, I mean, the, the, the first movie started on, you know, the concept of reality. What is reality? Is, is, is reality what you're experiencing or are there different types of reality? Things like that. Right. But they, they kind of dropped that in the second and went towards uh, just a bunch of action they sort of kind of started to pick it, was, it up towards the end of the second movie and they picked it up again towards the beginning of the second movie. But then once Neo's out of the fucking train station and where he could have done some self-reflection and, and tried to figure some of this shit out, they went immediately into the whole fucking sex and violence thing with the S and M bar. And then we did what an hour and 15 minutes of sex and violence until the very end where he talks with the, uh, the the hive mind or the the controller for the robots says I can save you I'm the only one that can save you and then we get another right. fucking ten minute battle with Agent Smith where all they do is just escalate their fucking power until Neo eventually just blows them up from the inside again we've already seen that we saw it in the first fucking movie right right well no this was a special blow up what the yeah. fuck ever yeah so yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I overall, I I thought it was a relatively okay thing. I I think they, I think they dropped the ball on what was important. Um, uh, uh, I I liked, I liked that they focused on the outside world a little bit. I think they focused too much. You know, I I kind of liked I, I kind of liked the the dynamic that uh, that Niobe had ag- against the other captains and things like that. And you know, I, I you know I kind of liked that she's a badass and she knows it and she was able to prove it. You know, because you know back then you didn't have a whole lot of you didn't have a whole lot of strong female superhero type characters. Sure. Right. And I have no problems with Niobe yeah. being a badass pilot. I mean, that was right. fine. I didn't have any problems yeah. with that. One of the biggest problems I had with the whole fucking defense of Zion thing was why didn't they have a fucking EMP at Zion? Right. Right. 
or a where, series where of fucking that? EMPs. Yeah, where's their EMP field, you know, or or something like that. Um yeah, I thought that was a little a little weak. Um It was fucking stupid. That would have been yeah. the answer to the fucking invasion. Right. Well, the only thing so the only thing I can think of is maybe maybe they did have an EMP but it was in the main areas you know you know the main corridors you know uh, and and since they came in through the core or through the crust you know they came in from above maybe that just fucked them up but even then i would have had some sort of i mean but then you don't try and defend the docks you drag them in or you draw them into where the fucking emp field is right and then you blow the emp field yeah yeah, I, but the the more likely scenario is you would have a series of EMP fields creating a perimeter around fucking Zion, right? And then you blow those, and then you have a more central se- series of of EMPs that you may need to call on if they do end up overwhelming that or having a, a second wave that comes in, right? But no, yeah. I mean they all the ships had EMPs. It's not like this wasn't fucking technology that they didn't understand or couldn't replicate. Yeah. 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 I didn't like that. I I mean, yeah, they were trying to, they were trying to do the, the battle thing. I think the mechs were overly complicated. Why fucking make mechs with guns? Just make big fucking mobile guns. Yeah. Yeah. Make, make big guns or something like that. I mean, I can understand. So I can understand Maybe not necessarily a mech, but individually articulated guns, you know, that can 360 or what have you, um, uh, that were a little bit small, you know, the size of the mech, but, you know, or the caliber of the mech, but, uh, uh, you know, not mobile, as mobile. Um, Right, because because they don't need that kind of mobility in Zion. They're in a fucking contained field. They don't need that shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I thought I, I liked, I liked the idea of, I liked the idea of Agent Smith being a virus, so to speak, but I, and and kind of wreaking havoc on the matrix. I don't like that he was able to go unchecked, right? Because they have this whole... They have this whole thing where, you know, when deja vu, right? It's when you're you're correcting something in the matrix. They're resetting an area, right? Reset the whole thing, right? Get rid of them, yeah. Quarantine them. You know, we well, had antivirus back then, right? Put put them in a quarantine or something like that, or maybe you know, even even better, maybe Neo. Uh, maybe they move the whole Neo's the only one able to do it a little bit further up in the movie and it turns into I'm the only, uh, you know, he's, he has a vendetta against me. I will be bait, create a partition for this, this virus, you know, for, for Smith, right. I will lure him into this, you know, uh, purgatory. We'll just say it's purgatory, right? So lure him into something like that and then you partition them off and then it's like ah i've been foiled and and they blow it up or something like that right so sure. that's done that that has been tied up into a nice a nice little box nice little bow 
and then you move forward. And and part of it was, I do this. Now we have peace. Let's explore that for a few minutes, as opposed to Zion has no fucking idea what happened. Right, squids disappeared. Right, squids just go away, and they're like, "Oh, we did it." No, you don't know that. Well, they're they're know. they're saying Neo did it, but they don't know that right. Neo did. It. I mean, that's the most exactly. likely that's a, scenario, though. Uh, well, yeah, I get that, but and I get that, but it's like the the whole like. Zion just has to go, okay, they don't know the terms of the peace. You know, they don't know the terms of what's going on. Right, as far as they're at, as far as they know, they're still at war. Right. Although, what's-his-face said, war's over, war's over, squids are gone, blah, Neo did it. Yeah, no, you don't know that. You don't know that. Maybe, was it a truce? Maybe, were there conditions? You know, hey, we will, I mean, we know that the condition. Yeah, is this a temporary ceasefire to to hammer out a truce or to negotiate peace? Yeah. Right. Us as an audience know what it is because they, they talked about it at the end. But Zion doesn't know. They don't know the thing, so they're going to step on toes or something like that. Or is it, you know, the first time somebody jacks into the Matrix, the agents show up and say, hey, these are the terms. Here's a plate of cookies. See you later. Right. Yeah. Or or, or they go and talk to the Oracle. You know, that's probably the more likely story. But but still, it's that whole thing of... Yeah, this whole thing was fucking poorly written. It was... It was it was like they had, so they had a lot of good ideas and they couldn't figure out how to put it into one movie and make it the length of one movie. So they stretched it out into two movies and didn't need to. Well, um, and, and not only that, I think because they could have just tacked on another 15, 20 minutes of the second movie yeah. and done the third movie. Right. But, so actually what, what they could have done uh, they didn't even have to, they wouldn't even had to have probably tacked on 15, 20 minutes. All they needed to do in that second movie is get rid of, you know, a quarter of the slow-mo scenes and they would have had a good 30 minutes. Right. So I do, I do like, I, I, I would like to think that they saw that second movie or, you know, they edited the second movie, they did it. And maybe there were some reactions from the audience or something like that. But it, they cut back on the slow mo in that third movie. Not by um, much, though. Not, but it was, uh, yeah, not by much. But it was still, it wasn't near as bad. No, and me. and it was mostly concentrated around that ridiculous fucking fight scene at the end. Right, right. So you take that, you take that fight scene out at the end. I think, I think the amount of slow mo that they used. What, or bullet time, as they like they like to coin that back then. Um, I think that I think it was okay. And then it was like, oh, now we have this epic fight scene, and you know our actors can't really punch and kick very fast, so let's just make it look like we're doing this in slow mo when in actuality it's at you know one x speed, right. Well, no. and they, they can't even call it bullet time now because the last time they showed bullets in slow-mo, it was at the very beginning of the, yeah. uh, the second fucking movie. And well, then every and time the it end, was... But it was the same scene. Well, no, there wasn't even bullet time at that point. The slow-mo didn't have any fucking bullet tracers. 
No, no, I mean the end of the second movie, you know, because they showed Trinity falling at the beginning and then falling at the end. Yeah, but the, at the right. end, when she was falling at the end, there were no bullet tracers. Was there no, no. bullet tracers? It was I just it slow down enough. No. Oh, wow. It was okay. just the slow-mo. They didn't, they didn't huh. show the bullet tracers. All right. So All right. it wasn't bullet time. It was just fucking slow-mo. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and then I think, I think they didn't quite, think everything through obviously but so so the biggest thing that i saw you know this whole thing is humans are human batteries right yeah they're using them as batteries yet the the i would assume it looks like and what they insinuate is the entire earth is covered in some sort of electromagnetic storm yeah so they they explain that put in the first li- movie that yeah, but the, put some uh, lightning rods up <laughs> channel that harness that shit what they were explaining in the first movie was that uh, the the humans created a cloud cover over the entire sky because the robots right, because were, were solar powered, solar and that's powered, what right. caused the robots to start uh, harvesting humans and create the matrix. Right, but then they had the now they have all this electrical storms. Harness sure. that shit, yeah. Right, I mean, hell, your your control god dude is is fucking um, nothing but Hellraiser. lightning rods. Yeah, yeah, he's Hellraiser. Isn't that the dude that was pincushion guy? Yeah, pinhead. Yeah, pinhead. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah he was. I mean, it was just like came up there and was like, okay, yeah, yeah. This movie. Oh my god, I haven't seen this movie maybe one more time since it came out in theaters. I think I watched yeah. it once since now and when it came out in theaters. And this movie is just fucking trash. It's not that. It, I mean. It's very weak. It had points. I'm I'm not going to say I hate it, but it's not my favorite. It's not the worst movie we've ever watched. Right. But it's definitely not anywhere close to the best or even in the middle of the pack. I mean, it's it's one of the worst movies we've ever watched on this show. And it's, it's just it's just because they fucking cheaped out. It's they had such a really good concept. And if they just followed that concept instead of following the fucking action movie or action money, it would have action money. (laughs) I mean, it just, Oh my God. It just, yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing to have such a good first movie in the trilogy and end it on such a bad third movie in the trilogy especially when it was the same creators that did all three and it's supposed to be, and they, they they did the second and third movies at the same time. So it's not like there was a gap or uh, some kind of creative difference. I mean, they, they were written and shot as two different movies at the same fucking time or right back to back to one another. I just, I don't understand it. It was a money grab. And this is what you get whenever you go for money grabs. Yeah. Just crap. And yeah. honestly, watching this third movie has made me much less excited to watch the fucking fourth because I don't see how they're going to logically make any of this make sense with Neo and Trinity still being live I really want to know what the fuck they did to Morpheus, why he's a totally different person. I I just, I don't, 
Agent Smith is back. How the fuck did that happen? This I just was I he? don't. Yeah, he's going to be in. He's in four. He is. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes, he's played by that dude. Him. He's played by that dude from Manhunter and uh, Hamilton. He played King George in Hamilton. Oh, so it's main... not the same. It's not. No, the it's not same. Hugo Weaving. Hugo, okay. Hugo Weaving uh, couldn't do it because of a, a scheduling conflict. He was doing a, a play um, during the time that they were going to be filming this. Uh, mm-hmm. So they had to recast him, although they're going to show some parts of him through archival footage uh, in the movie, okay. but he's not actually in it himself. Okay. But Agent Smith is back. Okay. Yep. I see that. Jonathan Groff. Yeah. Jonathan Groff. Is playing Agent Smith. Okay. Yeah. I, Damn, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize it was Agent Smith. I was just like, okay, they got two new agents. They're no, that is agents. Agent Smith, and I don't know Son how they're bringing bitch. Agent Smith back because Agent Smith has died twice now from explosion from Neo. What are they going to explode him again a third time? Is, is it, third time the they, fucking charm? I don't know. Do they do they rewrite rewrite the code? You know? Why would they rewrite oh. fucking Agent Smith if they're going to rewrite the code? He was a goddamn rogue program. He ended up being a rogue program. Yeah. I don't, man, I don't know. I'm hoping I'm, I, I, I'm going to, it's a sliver of hope. Yeah. I don't have a lot of confidence. This is that matrix four is going to be good. I love Keanu Reeves to death. He's uh he's a great fun in, in all the movies that I've seen him in. I just, I, oh man, I just don't have a lot of confidence on the writing in this, on this movie on matrix four. Yeah, we'll we'll see. So, so I'm wondering. Um, how, I'm really wondering in this one. I mean, because it's very to me, it's very obvious that some of one of the Wachowskis' influence in transitioning kind of showed up. How's that? There was, well, I just to me it was like the whole I guess it was the 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 S&M bar, right? I mean, that's just to me that was completely unneeded. Um, I I think the S&M bar was there for sex value first. And second, you don't think sh- that was some sort of no. trying to express no. I I think themselves? I think you're reading no. I think you're reading into okay. it. Um, I think that was there for number one sex value because I mean S and M and vinyl is is definitely yeah. especially in 2003 uh, that was still kind of a, a a taboo type thing. I mean it's it's okay. much less taboo now than it was back then. Um, and second that that shows the that goes to show towards the uh, character of the Merovingian um, that he you know is the type of person that would that would frequent. Uh, vinyl bars so yeah okay i maybe i am reading into it or something i just it it just i don't think it had to do with anything about the the um personal uh, life stuff wachowski's gender identity or anything like that no okay i I think a lot of people that go back and watch the movies looking for that sort of thing i mean it's they're they're biased they're looking for things it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy they're they're self biasing whenever they're looking for that kind of stuff, I, and I wasn't really looking for it. I just, I but just, you were aware it, of it. I was aware of it, and and you know, I was. 
I'm not going to say I was creeped out, but I was I was creeped out when I when I first saw that. Just just because it was like, really? This is kind of it was gratuitous, right? It was I mean, gratuitous. It, it was very gratuitous. It was there it, for shock it, value. And it really didn't do anything. It didn't yeah. do anything. It wasn't totally out of place. <sighs> they they were going to see the Merovingian and that is, I mean, apparently that. So in the in the first movie, he he wrote a fucking piece of chocolate chiffon pie that that made a chick, you know, orgasm. So right, yeah, it's kind of his bread and butter. Right. They're just they're right. just showing that he is a he's he's just the type of character that likes S and M vinyl. Yeah. And bars. I will I will say that there was there was a. And you can see it in Trinity. There was a very huge shift in each movie to more and more vinyl, pleather, plastic stuff in her outfits. Yeah, probably because leather is too constricting vinyl kind of stretches. So, but yeah, but I'm just saying it was it was like it was like her outfits got more and more shiny and more and more strange. Yeah, that's that's just the whole cyberpunk aesthetic that yeah. that they went with, and they they kind of changed the cyberpunk aesthetic a little bit because before them, really, it was Blade Runner that kind of set the tone for cyberpunk in movies, yeah. and and most of the cyberpunk movies that I can think of off the top of my head after Blade Runner kind of followed that aesthetic, and then The Matrix kind of turned that on its head with a lot of leather and vinyl, yeah, um, and kind of set the tone and then movies kind of followed, followed in that tone for a while. I'm trying to think of, I haven't, I haven't, and I, it shames me to say this, but I haven't actually seen Blade Runner 2049 yet. So I can't say, okay, it's all right. It hasn't come up what the design aesthetic is on that one yet. Yeah. It hasn't come up in, in our uh, list yet. And so I haven't seen it either. (laughs) So, so, um, but yeah, I mean, it was the, the matrix did definitely shift the tone in, in cyberpunk, uh, visual, visual tone in cyberpunk. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this second one or fourth one goes. I'm not holding my breath, but, but I mean, even I if you like- look at the design aesthetic in the fourth one, uh, just from what we've seen in the. Uh, in the trailers, it's a it's a totally different look from what oh, we yeah. saw in, in the 2003s. There's a lot yeah. more gadgets on their head and shit. Um, of course, the the current style um, is uh, you know colored hair, which is fine. I mean, I don't care right. about that. Um, bulkier clothing, uh, kind of more militaristic clothing uh, from the styles that I've seen. Um, yeah, so it's it even now they're going to have a a different kind of look for their their cyberpunk fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um I hope they uh I hope in all these years since apparently there's been peace, I hope in all these years um the the citizens of Zion have uh have uh, branched out and maybe started a a, a new clothing line oh no um, shit i was gonna thank you for mentioning that yes yeah, everybody wears the same sweatshirt well not only that but they wear the same fucking raggedy ass sweatshirt do they not have anybody that makes fucking clothes for zion right 
Right. I mean, the, the army seems to have some decent fucking clothes. Every, all yeah, the citizens got, have some la- decent looking fucking clothes. But the Navy, holy fuck, they've got the shittiest fucking rags that they can find. So are they, they're just, they're just jacked in through the head, correct? Yeah, yeah. So that, okay. that, that jack hits the back of their skull. Right. Yeah. Okay, so 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 it's not like they have to have their ports open on their spine or arms or anything like that. I don't until, think so. No, I mean Neo did at the very end. Yeah, um, to get you know the full the full Matrix. Experience. Maybe he needed the bandwidth. Who knows? That's but. what. That's kind of what I was thinking. Is it, it, it's kind of what I I, I uh, equated it to was okay so he's he's at the source and he's getting he's getting those sweet sweet um sub-zero pings and <laughs> so so he's able to defeat uh smith at that point um, yeah yeah it was all due to low latency that's, low that's, latency. The, that's, yep. the, that's the key that's the key he was right there <laughs> so, you know, and that's what I kind of, that's, I was like, okay, he's at the source or whatever. So he's a little bit stronger and, and that kind of deal. But yeah, that whole blowing him up from the inside, just, I, I, I the way I looked at it was because the wife asked, she was like, I don't understand. She didn't get this movie at all. She didn't get well, any of the movies really. I can't understand because, why they didn't explain a lot. Yeah. And she's not a, she's not a tech technophobe or techno guru or technophile or whatever you know she doesn't understand yeah she doesn't understand i mean she understands computers but she doesn't understand all that and i'm like her primitive caveman mind can't comprehend these flashy boxes yeah yes no you know i was like okay so you got to think of it like it's a like smith is a computer is a is a virus right he is taking over this computer he's rewriting himself he's overwriting all the files and neo is the antivirus thing. I mean, he's going in there and he's doing it and he goes, she goes, but why is he glowing or whatever? I'm like, okay. So what I'm thinking is he allowed Smith to infect him so that they could hit him with the purge. Uh, you know, the, the, the main boss could hit him with, or the main guy could hit him with a purge or something like that. Because at that point in time, he's in, you know, I, I don't know. I just, well, you, you, that didn't make sense. You think about it too I, much. I mean, I think what they were trying to imply was basically Smith was the Matrix at that point, or just about the Matrix at that point. He'd infected right, he'd take, everybody he'd in the Matrix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because when you when you saw Neo uh, explode the first Smith from the inside, um, then you see all the Smiths all over the Matrix explode, uh, kind of like a from a satellite view. Right. And then the last myth explodes and then everybody's back to normal because the, the Oracle was the Smith that he was fighting and she was in the same spot where that, that last Smith exploded. Yeah. So I think they were implying that, you know, Smith was basically the matrix at that point and Neo had to go into, had to become the matrix again somehow and, and purge him from actually inside the matrix, not just fight him digitally inside the yeah but again that doesn't make sense because neo was already kind of a master of the matrix he was able to right. manipulate the matrix to his own ends before that so why yeah. did he have i 
Why did he fucking fight Smith for so goddamn long when all he needed was Smith to try and take him over? Smith had already tried to do that in the second Matrix. Right. Why didn't he just have Smith try it again, succeed, and then beat him from the inside at that point? I don't know. I don't know. Because they wanted a fucking 15-minute fight scene. Right. They needed to to have him fly around in in the rain. Yeah. And create bubbles. And it wasn't even that exciting of a fucking fight no. scene. It was well, them flying you, it against each other, creating this big uh, spherical shockwave, and then yeah. like pivoting around one another in the fucking air and tossing each other every once in a while. Somebody would land a blow, and then they'd do it all over again. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I have never really liked the fighting in the these two. The fighting in the first one, it wasn't as bad. There was more gunplay in it than there was them trying to do kung fu right. as much. Um, Keanu is not not a kung fu guy. The fuck he isn't. No, he he's slow. To me, he's slow. No, no, I I totally disagree. You what, what other movies has he done where he's done that? John Wick. Now that's not see that's more kung fu and hand to hand not kung fu. That's more gunplay and hand to hand combat type stuff. It's called gun fu or gun gun fu. Yeah. yeah, but but he doesn't do he really doesn't do the whole just straight up you know. Uh, Kung Fu style stuff that they were doing in the Matrix, you know, blocking and parrying and that kind of deal. Well, no, I mean it's it's much it's kind of more of a, a close quarters uh, yeah. type thing yeah, with, I mean, with he's gun good. mixed in. But no, I, I don't think he's I don't think he's slow. No, I because in the, I, even in the first Matrix he was he was pretty quick. Now this Matrix maybe was it's set they made him you know, slow four or five years after the fact, and then. He's also like in his mid fifties now doing the Matrix Four, so I don't expect him to be as fast today well, that's as why he was. But that's why he's got the Shurukens. The Shurukens or Hadouken. What the fuck are you talking about? This street is fighter. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Yeah. Well, yeah. Remember he or in the trailers he he does the whole like air blast thing. All no, the time. I don't remember that from the trailers. Oh yeah, he he does a whole air blast thing. In the in the uh, when he's um, so this is going to be Avatar, yeah. It, well, he spars uh, when he's sparring with Morpheus. Uh, he he like knocks him back using air or whatever. But yeah, it's like it's like he does like his little uh, Hadouken or show. Going to be the fucking last Airbender. Great. Yeah. Well, this makes yeah. me more excited for the Matrix Four. Right. So okay. So here's here's the big question. Here's a big question for you. With Trinity uh-huh. in this one, do you think we are going to see her classic uh, uh, flying crane in the middle of the air move that uh, they brought back for the, la- for the third one? I hope so. I think that's her like signature that's her fucking signature, move. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm well, wondering. That are, are and the gonna... uh, kick you over the back of her head move. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The, uh, the fucking heel leg... stomp to your face over the back my of my legs, head. Yeah. Yeah. My legs are double jointed. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. I, that, well, no. not her legs. I mean, her leg would bend like that normally, but her fucking spine. 
Oh, yeah. She got to arch her back like a oh, motherfucker oh, to I get your leg uh, over like yeah, that. I yeah, I see what you're talking about. Oh, you're saying when she kicks from behind her over yeah. the top of her yeah. head yeah. and hits somebody. Yeah. Okay. I was Basically thinking the one where- stomps on your face from behind yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, I was thinking I was thinking it was the one where you know he gra- she grabs her and then she just kicks up at herself and hits him in the, you know, beside her. I was thinking of that move that- Oh, he, yeah. Like the axe doing. kick. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're holding from behind and he she yeah. kicks him in the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that I, I remember all the time. I forgot about the uh the bend over and uh contort yourself into a pretzel. Yeah. Yeah. But although you know, Carrie Ann Moss is pushing up in years too. I don't know that she's that she's flexible anymore. Chicken. But you know, yeah. maybe she is. Who knows? Who knows? Well, you know, CGI can do a lot of things. God, I hope they don't do a lot of CGI in Matrix Four. Uh we'll see. Well, there's hope that it's if they do, at least it's more passable. Well, yeah, CGI. I mean, but practical effects just, I mean, still are just oh, yeah. better than fucking better. Yeah. digital effects. If you can do practical, you should do practical. I, I understand that there's times where you just, it's, it's not practical to do practical effects. And CGI is, is really the only way to, to get yeah. it done, but. I think the more that you can minimize CGI in a movie, the better that movie is for it. Well, don't go watch Avatar then. Which one? The blue ones. Oh, God, no. I don't like that Ooh, movie either. Wait, that's, that's sci-fi. Oh. It is sci-fi. It's on the list. Yeah. You know they're making four new ones, right? Yes, yes, I do. God. And one of them's underwater. <sighs> yeah. Looking forward to that one. That's going to be fun. Yeah, you're the but, only one. Oh, man. There's, actually, I bet you James is pretty excited about it, too, because they have tentacle hentai in this. I mean, that's how they do it. Oh, I thought you were talking James Cameron because no, he's a huge he's, fucking he's, water nut. So, yeah, so I'm yeah. sure both well, Jameses are excited about this. James Cameron because yeah. he gets to do something underwater. And right. James Crowley because he gets to see a bunch of octopus arms doing lewd shit. Yeah, yeah. It's right up his wheelhouse. Ah, that's what you call it? His wheelhouse? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. So, uh, final thoughts? Uh, none. Yeah, I don't either. This, this movie. God, this movie. Eh. Such a fucking disappointment. And again, I'm, I'm just not looking forward to The Matrix 4. I, I hope I'm pleasantly surprised, but I'm going in with really low fucking hopes. Well... I'll try to find the silver lining. I want you to come back with at least one good thing to say. No. If there's yes. nothing good to say about it, I'm not going to make something up. No, no. You'll have one good thing to say. What? I that don't it know. That it was over? That the credits <laughs> rolled? Over. That it was only like two something <laughs> hours long? The popcorn was especially tasty this time. Right. All right. So you got a haiku for us this week? I do. Uh, this one is titled The End, Sorta. <laughs> Virus Agent Smith, hope you like calamari. We won. Let's orgy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know that's what they did. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what Zion does. They fight. They were, they they fight. were already. Yeah, they were already in the orgy room. That's true. They were. Mm-hmm. So they just start knocking some drums and uh, jumping mm-hmm. and grinding. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, you got some awards this week? I do. I have some. All right, who's got your uh, black lung? Oracle. Yep, Oracle gets mine too. Yep. Lighting up in the park. Mm Mm-hmm. Sucking that red fucking candy. Candy and cigarettes. You think the candy tastes like cigarettes? I think everything tastes like cigarettes. (laughs) Everything in her purse. (laughs) With the amount of chain smoking she does. I bet you those cookies taste like cigarettes. All right. Who's got your head lush? I gave it to the Frenchman. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. What? Well, I was going to say, did you notice that when they walked into that bar, um, that somebody was yanking really hard. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just fucking pulling a nipple almost off the boob. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't tell if that was a guy or a girl that was getting their nipples. I'm pretty sure it was a girl and I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They were just going to town. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't take my eyes away. I mean, it was right there in the middle of the screen and then it kind of drifts off to the right and I was just drifting off to the right going, Oh my God, she's going to pull it right off. Oh yeah. I was like, man, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll give it to the Merovingian as well. Um, he was sitting there with his, uh, martini sucking an olive while, uh, Trinity was just about to put a gun to his head. So, yeah. All right. Uh, player, who's getting your player? Well, so at first I had Morpheus down because I figured, you know, he was probably going to get Niobe back, um, just the way it was going at the end. Um, but here I, I decided I'm going to change it and I'm going to give it to nipple pulling dude. (laughs) Because you know he's going to get some after this was all said and done. You think so? Oh, man. He's an expert puller. I mean, it, it, it probably wasn't chicks. after all of this was done. It was probably during while all of this oh, was probably. done. Oh, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as soon as... You know there's some fucking as, going on in that club. Oh, yeah. As soon as Trinity and Morpheus left, you know, you know that it was like back to business as usual. Right, right. Yeah. So mine is going to... So I, I'm kind of tossed up between Link and Morpheus. So. Um, you know, Link is definitely going to get him some for, for making it back for, and wearing, and wearing the necklace. The jewelry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wearing the necklace. Yeah. But Morpheus also seemed to get Niobe back. So, yeah. and I yeah, think it was, went, I think it was his, uh, I think it was his arms. co-pilot, uh, yeah. co-pilot expertise that kind of, kind of turned her around and, uh, ah, made her see. believer. No, see, I think I think his co-piloting sucked. I think she'd rather have had Ghost up there with her. <laughs> I'm sure she would have. He's like, damn, old up. man, come on. Keep up. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm not used to going this fast. I don't uh, pilot. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it between Link and uh, Morpheus. All right. All right. All right, who's got your uh, purple hippo? Um. So, I... I this one was tough because, I mean, there wasn't really anybody tripping. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it to Neo when he starts seeing the light. Yeah, Neo's uh, going to get mine too. Yeah, I think that's the only, that's the only time. Yeah, it was, it's, yeah. The whole, it's the whole I'm blind and now I can see trope. Right, um, right. Oldie good, but a goodie. He, get, he mm. gets blinded by an electric, uh, electric cable uh, from... Yeah. From real world Mr. Smith, uh, Agent Smith, mm-hmm. who infected yeah. Bane's mind somehow. They never really explained how that fucking works. Well, because um, he he had in, he had overtaken him in the Matrix, so therefore he must be coming out. 
Sure, sure. Yeah. And why would you let somebody who's under suspicion of sedition just sit around on yeah, his own? Yeah, just be yeah. walking around on the fucking ship and not locked up. Yeah. Yeah, or at least chained to the bed. Right. Yeah. Or 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 in custody at some form, you know? Mhm. Restrained mm-hmm. in some fucking way. Restricted yeah. to quarters. Yeah. Yeah, no, that didn't make any fucking sense either. Yeah. So yeah, Neil's getting mine. He gets he got to see in green and now he gets to see in orange. Yeah, orange goldish something. All right. What are we watching next week? All right, so next week we are going to discuss the movie where a return to a world of two realities, one everyday life, the other what lies behind it. To find out if his reality is a construct to truly know himself, Mr. Anderson will have to choose to follow the White Rabbit once more. It seems like uh, there's a glitch in the Matrix. There's going to be a lot of deja vu in this one. Again, I'm not looking forward to it, but next week we're talking about 2021's The Matrix Resurrections. Great. I was looking forward to this movie, and now I'm not. After watching this one? Yes. Gotcha. After... After watching this one and reminding myself, oh, so Sati is is coming back, the little girl from Matrix Three. Oh yeah, yeah. Priyanka Chopra Jonas is playing oh, Sati. Oh, is playing Sati. Okay. So she's the new Oracle. I mean, that was what they were alluding to. Uh, yeah, that she was going to take the Oracle spot. Yeah. Right, or that she had some of the same abilities as the Oracle, or yeah, yeah. Something like that. Great. Oh, yay. Lovely. Super. <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to this now. <laughs> I was looking forward to it before I, I saw The Matrix 3. I and, just and haven't seen this have movie well, in so look, long. It just brought back so many fucking look, bad memories. Been, it's been years. It's been years. Maybe, Maybe they, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll go in. I'll go in with an open mind. I'm not okay. gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drag the fucking baggage of Matrix Three into Wait, Matrix Four. Purge I'll it go from in. your mind. I'll go in. You know, you've give got it a, a chance. I'll give it a chance. Yeah, you've got you've got a week to purge it from your from your subconscious. All right. Well, that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro awesome. music is Welcome Home by Cambos. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. You can, if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter, at Twitter, at status underscore podcast. Or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspaceoutlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And make sure... To visit Creative Brain Candy for more gross shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I'm Jason. And I am Rob. Everybody have a great Christmas because that's tomorrow. Um, oh, that's right. It is. Yeah, this comes out on the 24th. So, uh, so everybody this will have come a out on uh, the 31st. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Matrix 4 will come out on the 31st. <laughs> so, so we're either ending the year... On a great note, or, the or a really shitty note. note. Yeah, yep, shittiest note ever. So, uh, have a safe holiday, and uh, we will see you guys next week. All right, enjoy.
bunch of uh, cool dudes. Uh, by bunch, it's actually just two. But yeah, go check out EFM, uh, Eyes Forward March. See, I did. I knew who was coming up. I was testing you. Yeah, I did. Failed. I did. You I failed. failed. Yeah. I got a cheat sheet. Prod so are you crawl. ready for a prod call? Yes, I'm ready for a prod crawl. Yeah. Fuck off. Prod. I can't fucking suck. <laughs> are you ready for a pod crawl? <laughs>